0: Evening, ladies. Watch out! I didn't want to write a piece about Eternals. Like, at all. I'll be upfront, I haven't been in love with Marvel for some time. I stayed on board to see the Infinity Saga through, and without a doubt, Infinity War and Endgame were phenomenal films. I found them a satisfactory end to the Marvel journey I'd been on since Iron Man in 2008. That said, the solo films have faltered for a long time now with no real signs of improvement. That, combined with the lackluster slate of new films, shows, and lack of any new leading characters capable of lifting the weight of Tony Stark and Steve Rogers? All I can say is, the new MCU era has me seizing pretty hard. I've tried to keep an open mind, and even sampled newer films and shows like Black Widow, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and WandaVision, all of which left me with major criticisms and deep dissatisfaction with this MCU era. Something I've been disinclined to talk about on this channel because, to put it nicely, people don't seem to react well to criticizing popular Marvel properties online. Yikes. And I really try to always find positive angles from which to talk about stories. I don't want to spend hours on end writing, recording, and editing a piece ensconced in films I don't like. That said, I'll admit. I'm nervous even for this piece because reviews and general reception to Marvel's latest outing, Eternals, haven't been particularly kind. You see, I don't mean to be contrarian at all. In fact, I hate it and frequently remain quiet when my thoughts oppose the general public, especially the MCU mob. But despite Loki's raving reviews, I quite literally couldn't stand it. Despite Falcon and the Winter Soldier's positive reception, I thought it was underwhelming in every way. Yet now, Eternals is here, and I find myself with the urge to defend the film. I almost didn't even go see it. I only watched the initial trailer and planned to see it upon release. Not because it looked amazing, but rather just decent, and I liked the cast. But after the box office opening and middling reviews, I figured maybe not. Maybe I've got better things to do than watch another mediocre Marvel film. Long story short, I saw it anyway and tried to view it with an entirely open mind. And the verdict? Well, I'm glad I did. I'm gonna say some things you might not agree with for a while, but if you're all in, sit back, take a breath, and open your mind. I may not be right on this one, but I'm going to try to convince you I am. And who knows, maybe we'll both learn some things along the way. This is Marvel's Eternals and why context matters. And before we get too deep, I just want to say thank you guys for being here. Thank you for checking out this video. And if you enjoy content like this, hit that like button and feel free to subscribe to the channel. It really helps me out a lot over here. So thanks. Well, where to start? It's not productive to talk about the film from the perspective of generic review. Mostly because reviews are boring. But also because this film is particularly interesting for one reason. Context. As any other superhero film released ten or even five years prior, I might just say, eh, it was pretty good, and be done with it. Or even compare it to Marvel's greatest hits like Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Winter Soldier, or the original Iron Man. But this outing interests me mostly because of all the ways it deviates from the current Marvel niche. The MCU began as an entirely novel thing. They stumbled quite a lot along the way, but long story short, after 10 plus years to figure it out and a whole lot of Disney money to throw, the Marvel Machine refined their process to an exact science. At least, in theory. It works spectacularly in films like Avengers Endgame, but in the smaller-scale solo films, the cracks start to show. The solo films also suffer significantly from playing second fiddle to the team-up outings, but that's another conversation entirely. So barring plot and execution critiques, my primary issue with this Marvel era is entirely relative and only really applies if you've consumed the prior films. Which is where it gets kinda sticky. This is a problem with all cinema these days, and becomes increasingly painful to deal with as a casual viewer when you grow older, because unfortunately, context is a double-edged sword. It can enrich the viewing experience and prompt one to enjoy stories they might not years prior, but it can also muddy your perception too. Even birth cynicism. So why the Marvel fatigue? The term Marvel fatigue is somewhat self-explanatory, but to dig deeper, Marvel tried several things, and like any smart studio, they doubled down on what worked and dropped what didn't. That said, you can only double down so many times before you're in pretty deep. The films continually lean more and more into their signature comedic tones to the point where they frequently struggle to let a serious moment breathe without a tension-breaking zinger. The self-parody that used to be so endearing has grown stale, and many of the talented directors they hire to produce seemingly small portions of the films struggle to really leave their own mark. Even Taika Waititi underwhelmed with Thor Ragnarok, and I'd argue that's one of the most stylistically distinct entries in recent memory. It had Taika Waititi vibes, but felt significantly diluted. and while this may be personal opinion, I found the film insufferable, despite adoring every other Waititi film I've seen. So what gives? The MCU process has become such a machine that the heart is being siphoned out of it. The movies feel more like they check boxes than tell compelling stories, and the stories they do tell frequently fail to hit marks all great stories should. What used to feel real now feels like a shoddy recreation. Now obviously making big budget films like this profitable has got to be a tall task, and with the shifting ground of conventional media consumption, I understand the business arm of Marvel leaning into TV shows and emerging alternative strategies. But despite the film budgets remaining obscenely high, they feel cheaper and cheaper. Now obviously, excluding the Avengers team up outings. Those things are clearly production mammoths and they do a great job every time. But there are plenty of video essays on YouTube to outline every complaint I could dream up with Marvel's current phase and the recent decline. So I won't fixate on it. I want to talk about Eternals. Eternals is the first solo film that's felt like a film in a while. Lately, they often feel like TV, and this isn't far from the truth based on how they're produced. But Eternals seems to respect itself. It remains true to the tone it sets and follows a story from beginning to end in an uncompromising manner. I know a common criticism is that there are too many characters, and the plot meanders too much in order to introduce said characters, but I didn't feel that way. The movie eases you into its world rather than throwing everything at you at once. It gives you a tactful taste of the epic team-ups possible with this new band of characters, but allows each character time to breathe and receive a proper introduction. I have to hail this particular success of the movie mostly because juggling this many characters for an introductory outing is a suicide mission, and to pull it off with any semblance of grace is impressive. At the film's conclusion, I was genuinely surprised to find I cared about all of them even the villains. The two and a half hour runtime borders on too much, but makes good use of the time giving each character just enough to get you invested before moving on. But I can't go any further without talking briefly about the cast. Marvel is known for their perfect castings at this point and consistently brings strong actors into the fold. Not even just strong actors, but ones that truly embody the characters they play. This film is no different, which would make you think it's not even worth talking about at any length. But I think it's even more noticeable here because let's be real. Eternals isn't nearly so widely recognized as other Marvel properties. Nerds, Don't hate me. I know you've probably read plenty of the comics and were aware of the IP long before the MCU ever dreamed of doing a live-action film, but I'm speaking broadly here. Eternals is a fresh face to many casual MCU fans, which means it's doubly important to get the cast right. This is how you establish these characters for the first time to many people. Maybe I'm alone here, considering the movie isn't exactly receiving the fondest reception, but I thought virtually every casting choice was spot on. Most notably, Don Lee charms as Gilgamesh. Barry Kogan leaves you wanting even more from the character in the future. Kumail Nanjiani had the chance to sink or swim moving into this action hero role, and by my standards, he excelled. Upon his introduction, I kinda worried he would annoy the crap out of me. But once the movie gets going, his comedy lands and his character is believable throughout. Lauren Ridloff's Makari is freaking cool! She adds valuable layers to every scene. I kinda wish she was in more of the film. Brian Tyree Henry plays a heartfelt, believable, and most importantly, multifaceted Fastos. And dude, Richard Madden literally dominates every single scene he's in. No questions asked. And that's not to forget all the other great casting choices too only i can't go down the entire list but who doesn't want to see angelina jolie ripping carnage on any battlefield in any universe i don't care what the film is i'm there the cast and characters are so diverse it's actually baffling how disney managed to check every box normally i'd be cynical of corporate diversity quotas but this time around everything made sense the film and its characters developed naturally because the story came first It never felt like Marvel set out to check boxes, but to tell a cohesive story that actually held emotional weight. I felt more of a familial connection between the Eternals than I ever did between Black Widow's characters. And that was honestly my biggest takeaway from the movie. The story should always come first, and for the first time in a while, I actually felt like that was the case here, which just illustrates how execution is everything. It wasn't that Eternals set out to do something particularly different from your run-of-the-mill Marvel box office bash, but that to me, they executed for the first time in a while. In fact, that might be my biggest gripe with the movie. That it didn't really add anything to the franchise or break any new ground. It contains nothing to make it particularly unique. But then, a lot of enjoyable films don't. So, I won't hold that against it. If the film was released 10 years ago, it might perform as a giant amongst men. Funny how context changes everything. I'm not saying Eternals is a game changer. I'm not even saying it was amazing. But, I did enjoy it. For the first time in a while, I was immersed in a new world Marvel offered without rolling my eyes too often, or constantly feeling the need to peek behind the curtain and see who's pulling the strings. Where the film struggles to bring much unique to the table, the execution of the family drama was strong. And it was nice to see the focus shift inward again, and away from the world-ending plots for a while. Sure, Eternals has your big bad world-ending villain, but that isn't the point. The focus remains on familial dynamics, and that's where all the drama occurs. There are baddies and monsters to slay, but they take a backseat to the strongest character performances in the film. Furthermore, where DC characters fail in their on-screen adaptations, Eternals thrives. Icarus iterates on Superman, but Richard Madden brings dimensions to an often wooden character trope, and replicates the rock'em sock'em action beats while somehow retaining the grounded feel Justice League's Superman never grasped. He inspires viewers to care for a deeply flawed and sometimes unlikable character. Where DC wets the bed on everything involving the Flash in film, Macari makes Super Speed cool again, giving DC a full-fledged seminar on how to depict the powers on screen, all the while charming her way through every scene and checking a diversity box for Disney in a totally natural and likable way. On the subject of comedy, I'll admit, in the trailers, I was skeptical. None of the jokes were really landing for me. They felt off forced, even. But throughout the film, every comedic bit lands strongly once context is added and the scenes have time to breathe. The film isn't filled to the brim with jokes like other Marvel films, but I don't mind that. It's a breath of fresh air. I love good comedy, but I also grow tired of the barrage of cheap jokes some Marvel films have devolved into. In Eternals, the comedy is tasteful, a sprinkle of flavor into an already interesting story rather than the main attraction, and I like it like that. Maybe that's just me though. The movie shines brightest for me at the emotional core, which is Icarus. That doesn't mean the character is without flawed writing, but Richard Madden works overtime to make the viewers feel his pain. He does everything he can to build empathy. You feel him tremble. You see the gears churn in his mind. His struggle and indecision are evident. I loved the character because despite the spectacle of a world-ending blockbuster, much of the film's core felt intimate. In the end, it's a story about a dysfunctional family. Not exactly a novel concept. I know, but one I actually felt a connection to. I honestly felt their strife was effectively illustrated. Few of the best stories are entirely unique, but rather touch on experiences we can all relate to in ways, and the beauty comes in the execution. So I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on this one. Eternals is a contextually good film. I don't know if I'd use the word great. For all of its strengths, It's not a game changer, but maybe it doesn't have to be. Maybe some stories are just worth telling and they don't have to be more. In relation to recent Marvel films, it's a breath of fresh air. But then, there are large swaths of fans completely happy with the current Marvel era, which might be why it's not doing so well. I can see how if you love what Marvel's been doing, you might be bothered that Eternals deviates somewhat or focuses on other things. But if you're like me and deeply dissatisfied with the fast food films we've been getting, Eternals feels like a step back towards storytelling, towards cinema. A small step, I'll admit, but the right direction is everything to me. Take it for whatever it's worth though. I mean, what do I know?